0: This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer
1: Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. As President Biden returns from a trip abroad, he's facing new political headwinds at home. Democratic voters are expressing concerns about his bid for a second term. And House Republicans are ramping up calls for an impeachment inquiry. Here to discuss is our Politics Monday team. That's Amy Walter of The Cook Political Report with Amy Walter and Tamara Keith of NPR. Welcome to you both. Great to see you. Good to see you. So we talk a lot about the Republican side of the 2024 race. We're going to focus on the Democratic side today and specifically how voters are looking at that race. I know you both saw a couple of questions I want to put to you from a CNN poll last week. The first one asked Americans, does President Biden have the stamina and sharpness to serve effectively as president? 26% said yes. 74% said no. Among Democrats on that question, they are split 50-50. Finally, when they asked people, who should Democrats nominate? in 2024. 66 percent said someone other than Biden. Meantime, at the same time these polls are coming out, Mr. Biden was heading overseas for the G20, and the Biden campaign released this ad.
2: In the middle of a war zone, Joe Biden showed the world what America is made of. That's the quiet strength of a true leader who doesn't back down to a dictator.
1: Sam, when you talk to White House sources, supporters of Mr. Biden, what do they say about the polls, and why that ad right now they 're pretty dismissive of the polls,
2: uh, the ones who are paid to work for President Biden. Uh, however, uh, I did talk to David Axelrod, who's a former advisor to uh, former President Obama, and uh, it was for a story I was working on about an adaptation that the biden white House has has made, but they 're not talking about, which is that More frequently than not, President Biden is taking a shorter, more stable set of stairs in and out of Air Force One, instead of the taller ceremonial stairs that presidents traditionally take. Mm -hmm. Um, So he has started, since he had a fall, taking these stairs more frequently, much more frequently. Uh, So I talked to David Axelrod for that story, and he said... If Joe Biden were 15 or 20 years younger, he would not have a worry at all about his re-election chances mm-hmm. um, because of the, his policy accomplishments and what he's done as president. But he's he's 80 years old, and and so uh, David Axelrod and many other Democrats who you talked to have these concerns. I will say about that ad mm-hmm. um, that was an ad where it was officially about foreign policy. Right. But that was like the political version of a built Ford tough ad. That was the White House message and and the official line we're going to hear again and again is watch me <laughs> that's that's biden's yeah. message and you
1: hear him say watch that me. again and again
2: yeah right. and and you know when yeah. he goes out and uh goes to a, a dog uh, yoga studio mm-hmm. and does pilates and and uh rides his rides a a, um, a spin bike he makes sure you know about it yeah
1: yeah amy who is that ad for who, who are they talking to right now
0: well a lot of it is talking to democrats mm-hmm. um which this is the point in the campaign where you know you're the incumbent president, you're making sure you're shoring up your base, and especially a base, as you pointed out in this polling, where 50 percent of your own voters say that they think that uh, your age is an issue mm-hmm. and have worries about this. The other thing I thought was really telling in that poll was, who should Democrats nominate? 66 percent said somebody other than Biden. Yeah. But then, when you ask the follow-up, like, OK, great, well, who would Ooh, that be? Right nobody, nobody gets more than two or three percent in an open-ended question there, which goes to the challenge for anybody who thinks, well, maybe I should take on Joe Biden. There's not a suit, there's not somebody sitting and waiting in the wings that Democrats are super excited about. What they do know is what they see, and they see a man who's in his eighties, who walks slowly, who has the gait of somebody who's an older person, who in press conferences will sometimes go off script. that's what they see, and you can't tell voters that they're
1: not seeing what they see. Speaking of what voters see, our okay. Judy Woodruff, who's been reporting as part of her crossroads project, sat down and observed a focus group of Democratic voters in Pennsylvania. Some of these same issues came up, so just take a listen to what some of those voters had to say. We'll talk after this.
2: How many of you are concerned about Joe Biden's age? Just you four? You're good, you think? Oh, you know uh... It's tough, and I'm not going to—I'll bring Trump up again. You know, age-wise, they're up there, but even though he's a bully, he he doesn't falter. He doesn't mumble. He doesn't fall off the steps. I mean, Biden does. So for me, age is never a factor unless, you know, you you physically can't do something or verbally can't get across what you want to say.
1: So to be clear, there she was making drawing the difference between former President Trump, right. who she was referring to as a bully, and uh, President Biden. But Amy, what's what's your reaction to hearing that voter? It's
0: what we hear from pretty much any Democrat that you talk to, whether it's those even those who privately donors and higher ups <coughs> in the party are saying the same thing, which is we're very <laughs> concerned about this. And um, I think for so many of these voters, the next question is okay what will you do in November of 2024? Does that mean that you won't support Joe Biden? I sat in on a, a different set of Democratic voters earlier this summer who also were somewhat disaffected about Biden for different reasons, mostly his age. And they said, well, a second Biden term would probably be Status quo, not Mm -hmm. a lot is going to happen that is necessarily good, but nothing bad will happen. So to them, it very much feels like I don't really have a choice because if we don't have Biden, then we have Trump, and as long as Trump is in the picture, the existential threat is what is more important to them mm-hmm. than Biden's age.
1: Tam, which leads to this question of the enthusiasm gap, right? Economy remains the biggest issue overall for most voters. Uh, but here's another clip. I want to I want to get your uh, reaction to. Here's another clip from that focus group of Democratic voters in Pennsylvania.
2: Raise your hand if you're glad Joe Biden's going to run in 2024. So. Ebony, why aren't you glad that Joe Biden is running again? Um, I feel like a lot of people voted for Joe Biden. Um, They felt like he was going to do a better job than Trump, and he really didn't do a better job. So now it's kind of confusing. Whereas, like, we already know what he has done, like, now, so we don't know if he's going to, like, um, do anything to support the country, because we really haven't seen a lot of change.
1: Tim, this goes to the point Amy was making, but there is a real lack of enthusiasm there. What does the White House say about that? What they say is that
2: they need more time. Mm -hmm. They need, and I apologize, my voice is giving (laughs) out. They need more time to tell the president's story for his policies to take effect. As As David Axelrod talked about when I was interviewing him, you know, he said, "Look, the president has done all of these things. He's he's passed all of these bills. He's signed all of these bills." The challenge, though, is that many of them haven't taken effect, mm-hmm. things like uh, lowering prescription drug prices, allowing Medicare to negotiate prescription drug prices. That is a huge accomplishment. Um, and if, if it makes it through legal challenges, which are still outstanding, that would be a really big deal for a lot of people. That would happen in 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, they have announced the drugs that they will negotiate on, but in
0: terms of people actually feeling it it's not there yet and same with infrastructure yeah. the yeah. chips act yeah again very popular but people when you ask them what is their number one concern it is cost of living it's day to day costs of groceries and things like that obviously inflation is still pinching a lot of voters i think the other thing you can't disconnect worries about his age and concerns about the economy. Why? Because people know that, for the next four years, if he's president of the United States, and they don't feel like he is going to have either the mental or the physical or the stamina mm-hmm. to do that job, well, then what happens to the economy, right? So you, you can't separate the age question from the economy question I
1: And don't think. Amy how do the Republican threats to ramp up this impeachment inquiry how do they factor into all of that Well I
0: think they probably help Biden, actually, because it rallies the base. More than anything else, we live in a world of negative negative partisanship, as we know. You may not love the person who's leading your team, but you definitely dislike the other team. So if they're attacking your person, you're going to rally around them. It will also likely help to raise some money. Mm -hmm. And if you're one of the 18 Republicans, remember, the House is up for grabs, too, this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're one of the 18 Republicans that sits in a Biden district. Do you really want to go on record impeaching the person who won in your district when you already are dealing with the difficulty it's likely to be if Trump is the nominee? Sam, I'll give you the last word here in the last thirty seconds. Well, so yes. i uh,
2: I interviewed Chris Christie, who's running for president on the Republican side. You can add him to the chorus of people that Amy is talking about who say the evidence isn't there yet for impeachment. and and he he says, sure, keep investigating. But calling it impeachment right now would be a mistake. Um, and so, I, that said, I'm not sure that the the president, of the White House, actually wants to endure uh, the the trauma that is impeachment, and also the muddying that could occur uh, about um, you know the high road and uh,
1: the 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 contrast between Trump and Biden. Tamara Keith and Amy Walter, thanks for breaking it all down mm-hmm. with us. Always good to see you both. see you. Good to see you.